everyone, and welcome back to your favorite podcast. It's called Stop the Internet Podcast. I'm Kelly. I'm Jimmy. It's like seeing, I was going to say a ghost, but that sounds negative. Did but I then look I was, that pale? <laughs> <laughs> no, I was going to say like like something in a dream, you know, yeah. like something you've dreamed. It's been a while since Jimmy was here. That's what I'm getting at. I know. It feels weird. I'm happy to be back. I'm in the flesh. Wow. Sitting here. He looks so cute sitting there. Well, do I look cute or do I look like Ellen DeGeneres? Because that's the first thing that I said to you when I walked in. He thinks he's giving Ellen DeGeneres. I don't know. Does she wear stripes like that? I don't know. It's just giving Ellen to me. I feel like if you were blonde, it would be giving Ellen. Yeah. One time I wore it to school and I had like this shirt on and jeans and just like plain white sneaks. Okay. That was really giving (laughs) Ellen. That I could see. Yeah. But... Speaking of what you wear, one of my friends told me the other day that they saw this guy in the gym. They just saw this guy walking by in a black top and there's white letters on it. And they were like on a machine trying to read the letters as this guy was walking by. And he's like, white letters, stop the internet. Oh my God, stop the internet. And he was like, wow, they're really like stepping up. And then he like kept looking up and then it was you. It was me. (laughs) (laughs) I did have mine on. He said by the time it was Phil. Oh, nice. He said by the time he realized who you were, you were like already gone. So uh-huh. he didn't have time to say hi to you. Was it like literally yesterday? He told me that story yesterday, but it I don't was think he yesterday. went to the gym. Oh. Yes. It was, maybe it was yesterday. I was honestly wearing the same outfit all weekend. <laughs> it was one of those weekends where I was just like, you know, relaxing and Aww. I basically slept and ate and everything in the Stop the Internet podcast. As um, you neck, Yeah. That's so cute. Yeah, yeah, I was like, oh yeah, Jimmy did tell me that he wears it to the gym all the time. I wear it everywhere. It's like a walking it. billboard, you know? I know. The sweatshirts are so comfortable. And cute. Yes. Yeah. I think we should sell merch. Very chic. Yeah. I love just like the black and white aesthetic. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's hard to achieve a brand when it comes to a podcast because it's all just audio. And my like city chic, like I picture like the Eiffel Tower at midnight and like a champagne glass and like crystals and (laughs) I just it's a Pinterest board and a stop the internet crew neck yes and a black and white stop the internet anything (laughs) but I'm like how do I achieve that in a podcast where I want to wear sweatpants while I record (laughs) and be like funny and random so anyway segue into our should we should we invite the, the listeners oh yeah I think so Okay, you guys are having a party on Saturday. So it will be Thursday, Friday, Friday, Saturday, two days after this comes out. I guess Mm. technically three, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. We're having a party in Philly on Saturday night. November 18th. Yes, November 18th. So if you're in the area and if you're interested in coming, DM me and I'll tell you where it's going to be. I feel like that's fine, right? Because then if someone's scary DMs me, I don't have to tell them. Yeah, no, we're all about protecting ourselves here yeah but we would love to see some people and meet some people fun Mm -hmm. actually when i went to scout the location it's a public place so there was a normal person just at the bar and he happened to start talking to me and rebecca because he was kind of like what are you guys doing because you're just like standing in the room like looking all around Mm -hmm. we were like oh we're scouting because we're having an event here in like a month or so he's like oh my god what kind of event we're like oh just a party for our podcast he's like what's the podcast asking all these questions and then he's like you need to send me the link i need the link to this and i was like oh well it's not like a public and he was like i'm 
I need to come. What's it, where? What's the Instagram? And he was like oh. already going through all of the um the link tree and stuff that's in the bio. And he's like, which one of these is the link? And it was like the Spotify, Apple, Google Podcasts, <laughs> YouTube links. I was like, there's not a link. No I was link. like, I'm so sorry. It's not technically open to the public, but you can come if you want. He was like, oh, I'm coming. He's like, he opened his calendar app. He's like, what time is the party at? <laughs> oh, I can't wait to meet him. I know. Who's this man? I don't know. <laughs> and then when he asked me where to listen to the podcast, this might have come before that. I forget the order of events. I guess first he asked what the podcast was about. So I was like, it's stories, conversations, advice, opinions, drama. He was like, oh, ha ha ha. Like, you, you know, the whole spiel. And he's like, where do you where could I listen to it? And I was like, oh, just anywhere you listen to podcasts and YouTube. And he's like, oh, my God. Like, it's like you remember it all. Like, <laughs> and I was like, I do remember it. He's all. asking the really tough questions. <laughs> I know. I was like, this is like the basics. Like, Of course, I know where to listen. Yeah, but you're, you're good at that. You could like market like a rock. <laughs> You know what you're doing. I feel like I couldn't. No, I feel like you could. I did go to school for advertising and I learned about the elevator pitch. Mm -hmm. You know that? Oh, yeah. I feel like most people know it Mm because it's not just about advertising. It's just about like networking and stuff. And like just being succinct. Yeah. And like holding someone's attention for a short, but getting your message across, right? Yes. That's like the whole idea about it. Yeah. And yeah. like getting them engaged. It's basically like selling yourself within 30 to 60 seconds mm-hmm. or something. I was always so bad at this. Like, I get that this is what school was for. Like, there's a reason that you don't have any skill or knowledge and then you go to school and then you leave school with the skill and the knowledge. Mm-hmm. But when I was in college, I felt like such an idiot because I was so bad at my major. I had to learn graphic design, design in general, Mm -hmm. copywriting, marketing, all this stuff. I was so bad at it. And there were so many people in my major and in my track that were so good. And I'm like, you're a natural at this. It looks like you've been working on graphic design since you were 14. And I cannot think of one design or an elevator pitch. And I'm like, what do I say about myself? I don't even know. Yeah. Looking back, I think about the projects that I had and I was like, damn, I should have done like all these things. Hmm. I should have worked on this. You know, hindsight is twenty twenty. But I do feel like I got the elevator pitch for the podcast. <laughs> well, no, I, I, it's not really an elevator pitch. It's just a description. Yeah. It's like a one. It's not even I was going to say a one sentence description. It's not even a sentence. It's just like the things we talk about. It's a mm-hmm. list of like five nouns that we talk about. So yeah, but I think that does the job. Yeah, yeah, that does the job. We had to do that too when I was in grad school because there would be like doctors who wouldn't write orders if you would like request for like a video stroboscopy or something for like certain patients like a stroboscopy so it's like um to check their swallowing to see like if they're aspirating when they're like eating and stuff some doctors like aspirating is basically when like anything besides air and like breathing goes into like your trachea and like your windpipe into your lungs okay so you could get like pneumonia and things like that if like it's not functioning properly it's like as you're swallowing rather than it going down your throat it's going into your lung got it so to prove that you need like video or some type of instrumentation and sometimes doctors would like refuse to write the orders for them because like insurance companies are you know everything someone would get picked every single week out of class and they would like give us like a history of a patient and be like you have like a minute and then you have to come up in front of the class and you have 30 seconds to tell the doctor why this patient really needs instrumentation so we would have to like read 
through it and then go up and make our case. And it was really cool, but it was helpful because now I know like I have to like really succinctly talk and like formulate sentences. Wow. But I feel like, you know what I mean? That's like the elevator pitch. I feel like goes across like everything that you're doing. Yeah. You know? Wow. That. And you got it. Well, that wasn't stink. I I was just talking for 10 minutes there. I felt like my best elevator pitch is still why everyone should buy a bidet. What? I could convince anyone to buy a bidet in 30 seconds. You know what I mean? You literally save on water. You save on toilet paper. You save on water? Because you're using the toilet water anyways. So I guess you don't save on water. Wait, let me restart. (laughs) You save on toilet paper. Okay. You could avoid hemorrhoids because you're not wiping as often. Okay. You could avoid, you know, a hurt bum from wiping too heavily. Yes. It's more cleanly. Yeah. It's been used for decades. It's the norm in Europe, but not in America. It's eco-friendly. Mm-hmm. And it leaves you feeling fresher and cleaner. I've never used one. Everyone should use a bidet. I will never not have a bidet. Wow. I go home to visit family and I can't wait to get back only for the bidet. I'm wow. not kidding. Yeah. So everyone should use a bidet. That's wait, what... can we be sponsored by a bidet? Oh, we should. I have a brand that I've been using now for five years. What is it? Should, can should I say I, it? I don't know. Should the we? The Toshi Bidet. I love the Toshi Bidet. Wow. Yeah. They're getting a little pricey, but I really do enjoy them. It is really, really interesting that in like different countries, not even cultures, just like countries have such different standards for like what is normal. Mm-hmm. And like, remember when it used to be weird to wear a mask when you were sick? Mm-hmm. Like, that's absurd. Like, why were we not wearing masks when we were sick? And then I feel like the difference between America and Europe in Europe. Yeah, it's so normal, like you mm-hmm. said. But then people here think it's like weird and gross. Yeah, it's probably weird and gross to not have a bidet. Like, why do we? Yeah, not but you don't have know any different. Right. I know. Well, that's the thing. I really, when I started this was when COVID hit for the first time and there was no toilet paper. And I was like, what do I do? This is the perfect time to get a bidet. Wow. Because really a lot of people, a lot of people in Europe and I mean, just people that use bidets in general don't even use toilet paper. Like they use the bidet and then they use like washcloths just to dry their bum. And then they throw them in like a separate container. Right. And then you just like wash them with bleach or whatever, like yeah. once a week. And like you don't use any toilet paper. I use the toilet paper. <laughs> still just because I hate doing laundry but interesting but again even with the toilet paper you're not wiping you're just drying right wow I really feel like bidets would be like a rich person thing like I think if I had a bidet it would make me feel elevated and yeah. rich luxurious yeah oh, yeah 100%. I went to Europe once. I went to Italy and I didn't see any bidets. Are they just in private homes? I stayed in Airbnbs and they did have bidets in all the Airbnbs, but I'm not sure when Wait, I was there this summer. I don't remember now, but I don't remember seeing one. I've only ever seen one at your house, but mm-hmm. I never used it. <laughs> okay, well, next time you're over. Wait, um, so is it gross to use someone else's or no? It doesn't touch you. It just Well, it has water. a cleaning function. So like for mine, for example, you turn it like this way to shoot out at your ass and then you turn this way and it cleans itself oh. so it shoots water this way at your ass and then you turn it the other way and it shoots water down this way and it like moves down so the water like cleans the spout wow mm-hmm. okay yeah i would definitely look into it the only time you don't feel luxurious for example mine now tushy bidet does sell the ones that hook up to your warm water too oh. mine just hooks up to the toilet water already so it's like imagine this morning i was waking up avoiding getting out of bed because of the cold because we're in no heat till halfway through november and we're almost there we turned the heat on we just had to today but i didn't want to get out of bed because i was cold then i you know use the restroom and you shoot yourself with cold water and that part's not luxurious but you get used to it wait have you heard of 
Have you heard of booty hole yoga? Or wait, yoga? Or you basically... Sunning? Yes. You shine sunlight on your booty hole. Yeah. Have you ever done that? No. (laughs) And if I had, I probably wouldn't share it on the podcast. (laughs) But I did it. I swear. I've never done that. Just kidding. I share everything. I'm an open book here. Yeah, we don't lie. (laughs) No, I think my sister's friend did that. And I think she really liked it. Really? Yeah. I know that there's people that like really... Yeah. When you said the cold water thing, it just made me think of that. Because I feel like there's a whole world. Like humans are evolving... And there's so many things that we're going to do Probably. to our booty hole. What am I saying? I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. We're an open book here. It just made me think of that. So I wanted to ask you, you seem like a healthy person. So, you know, maybe you would be into that. <laughs> I sit on that deck and give my neighbors a shot. <laughs> Yeah, it probably would be hard when you have neighbors. Okay, well, if I ever get into that, I will report back. And I'll report back on the bidet. Yeah, bidet, sunning. That's about all, all we got that's right all now. We're uh, gonna experiment with. <laughs> Not much now. else going on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, so for today's topic, <laughs> outside of booty holes, I was thinking we could talk about. Actually, I don't even know how to describe this episode. But while I was reading the story, is I was thinking about that TikTok sound that's like immediately no, immediately no, and I think it was Justin Bieber. Mm. Have you heard that? Do you know what I mean? I don't know. Have I? I don't know. I didn't know you were on TikTok. Are you on TikTok? Oh, wait. No. Yeah, I did. I knew you were on TikTok. (laughs) You're not on Snapchat. Never mind. Oh, okay. Yes. I was like, have we met? (laughs) Are you going to play the sound? I'm going to try. I think it was Justin Bieber. Immediately no. Immediately no. I'm telling you right now, I seen what I needed to see. Oh wow, that would be great. Do we have a soundboard? Can we just like throw that in? We can have a we can have a non-rich person soundboard and just play the TikTok sound into the mic. Yeah. I think that's public domain. Like I don't think that's copyrighted. Mm. Right? You can play a TikTok sound. I don't know. Either way, it's great. Oh, it was from the James Corden show. Oh. Well, I appreciate that. Yeah. Immediately. No, I feel that way a lot. I feel that way about a lot of the stories that we read. So I feel like these stories could also be like one of our other themes that were like so crazy or like random weird stories. Let's do it. And as we always do, we'll try to see the other side. Yeah. Sometimes. Wait, not true. all the time. I will try to not say immediately no. <laughs> no promises. Immediately no. Sometimes when I pull together the episodes, I think about what I think, and then I'm like, but what would Jimmy think? Because I feel like you're healthy, and I am, like, sometimes quick to be like, you're done. You're done. (laughs) You know? I feel like I am more like that than you are. You don't think? I don't know. Okay, I I guess it's when it comes to relationships and exes. Yeah, I feel like in person... Like in the moment, I'm like immediately no. But when I have time to sit on it, then I'm like a little bit more understanding. Wait, yeah. If that makes sense, you know? Well, yeah, I guess it depends on the situation. I just think that there's so many like, my boyfriend is friends with his ex. I would be like immediately no. Hmm. And you're like, well, it's not all weird. Yeah, that's tough. Wait, wait, wait. I saw someone, someone shared on Instagram today and it was like one of those like meme pictures or whatever. And it was like dating at 30 and I'm not 30 yet. I'm almost 30. But it was like dating at 30 is like going to the grocery store and checking which cart has good wheels. <laughs> and I was like, damn, because we've all been around the block at this point. And now we're looking for the better wheels. Wait, that's so true. I just read this story on Reddit, but I, I felt like it wasn't 
exciting enough to read it on the podcast because it was really short, but it was basically along the lines of this girl was, I guess, still living with her Uh ex-fiance and she broke up with him because of hygiene because he only showered like every three to four days, but he had like a labor intensive job. So he was sweaty. I kind of forget what else, but he would shower before dates. So I guess she saw him like going on dates with girls and he would shower before every date. But that's like the only time he would shower. So she's like, how do I warn people? Like, should I be warning these girls? And a lot of the comments were saying, not your circus, not your monkeys. Like, Mm -hmm. they'll figure it out in time. And I just think that is just a great example of why we should not commit to people very quickly and why you should date people for a long time and really, really get to know them before you get engaged or marry them. Yeah, I agree with that because those are the things that, you know, you don't always think about. But yeah, it's a big part because I would not like that. Yeah. And it's like, how do you warn people? Like, you kind of can't. But that is something that's like so weird about dating, because when you're dating someone, maybe you're not in a relationship yet, but you're like going on dates. Mm -hmm. That's when you put your best foot forward and you shower before every date and you smell good and you look pretty. And then you just got to like keep living real life to be like, oh, yeah, this is who I really am. And sometimes it takes years to figure that out. Yeah. The little things kind of show themselves along the way. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. Okay. Speaking of boyfriends, my boyfriend's best friend's inappropriate social media post and his response. So this is a 29 male as the OP and the boyfriend is a 31 male. I'm seeking some guidance about a situation that's been bothering me. My boyfriend, 31 male, and I, 29 male, have been together for two months and recently we went on an overseas trip. During this trip, he shared with me that his girl best friend posted photos of him that I took on social media. What really upset me was the caption. She mentioned that she's selling her best friend, my boyfriend, and encouraged people to DM him if they were interested. This situation raised a lot of questions in my mind. What's even more concerning is that his responses to the post didn't shut it down and he didn't acknowledge the inappropriateness of it. When I confronted him about this, he dismissed my concerns by telling me that I was being childish and immature and that his friends were just joking. He also mentioned that he's too old for that. To add to my confusion, I haven't even had the chance to meet his friends yet. What's even more alarming is that the comments on this post were filled with gay guys tagged and his girl best friend even tagged some of them, asking if they were interested. So, my specific questions are am I overreacting by being upset about this situation or should I brush it off as a harmless joke? (laughs) I just want to know why y'all are dating for two months and going overseas. I I was thinking that too. That's what I'm stuck on. Speaking of not knowing people. Uh, Yeah. Two months overseas? I mean, honestly, it sounds like a joking thing with his friends too. And it just sounds like you don't really know how like your boyfriend jokes. I don't know. You do think it sounds like a joke? Yeah, kind of. I mean. Really? But he's in a relationship. Would you ever post pictures of your friend on Instagram and be like, selling my best friend when they're in a relationship? Are they really, though? They've been together for two months. Wait, so yeah, maybe... And they've never met... He's never met the friend. But he's saying boyfriend. Yeah, I know. But you know what? He could be getting love bombed. Or maybe he's a love bomber. It sounds like they don't really know each other that well. And it sounds like there's already a little bit of like jealousy and insecurity from the get. Like, I don't know. Just doesn't sound like a good situation to me. I think the friends sound shady. 
But his response, the boyfriend's response, is shady too. I don't know. I would not take that as a joke. I would be so furious. But it is it is kind of a case of like, does this friend even know that her best friend that she's selling is dating someone? I don't understand the selling part. Like selling like someone date my best friend. Yeah. Like, so it would not be like, like if I posted you on my Instagram and I was like, you guys, I'm selling my best friend. Like he's looking for love. DM me if you're interested. Why don't you do that? I could. <laughs> but no. I will stop when you're dating someone. Okay, yeah. Well, that <laughs> makes me I think. Do it right now? <laughs> but honestly, does the friend even know that they're dating? That's like, what I wonder now, too. But it's so shady that the... So, okay. My first thought was that the best friend was out of line. But now that I'm thinking deeper into it, I'm like, okay, the boyfriend's reaction is actually the most concerning part. Yeah, because I don't know. He could be hiding his yeah. new boo thing that's taking him over to Europe after two yeah. months. Oh my God, maybe that's why he flew him to Europe. And I wouldn't do that at my age. Sugar daddy. <laughs> Wait, what do you mean sugar daddy? He said like, I wouldn't do that at my age. Like I don't play games or whatever at my age. Like maybe he's like his older sugar daddy. But they're I don't only know. two years apart. Two years can make a big difference, especially if that check is hitting the right way. Wait, what if he took him to Europe because he wanted to avoid... <gasps> Wait, now I'm spiraling. Okay, anything could be possible, but it's possible. What if the boyfriend was like, I don't want this OP to meet my friends because then everyone's going to know and I'm not going to be able to fuck around anymore. Mm -hmm. So I'll do this thing that's going to make my new little boyfriend, aka OP, think that I'm dedicated to him. I'll take him to Europe. So they go to Europe together. OP's like, oh my God, this is my love of my life, my boyfriend. Mm -hmm. We're dating. Meanwhile, the boyfriend is like, yeah, I'm just doing this to get you to shut up. And all he wanted was new pics for his socials. (gasps) Oh! to sell himself to a new man i don't know the gays know how to get the angles <laughs> wait this is not good by the gays i mean not me because i tried <laughs> to take pictures of callie all over europe and they looked like literally a toe i was so bad callie looked great the angle looked like a toe like it would like i would just be like eh. it got to the point where she would have to like hold the phone and be like come here she would just <laughs> hand it to me and i would hold it there and then she would go pause and i would take the picture but some people are good at it i don't know the whole situation sounds a little bit fishy to me and yeah. i don't think it's necessarily the friend's fault because i think anyone in good conscience would not do that if they knew that someone was dating someone i agree so i think the issue is more with the boyfriend not with the friend yeah i think so too i think now it's on the boyfriend too months is not enough time to know someone unless I feel like they're a really blatant person like I guess <laughs> no I was gonna say what I'm like unless they're a bad person but that doesn't really make sense either what I'm saying is like if they don't care about trying to hide their true colors then maybe it isn't enough to get to know someone two months it's like you're you're barely dating you know now's a great time to realize the red flags and not look past them mm-hmm. and then I hate his response it's like I'm too old for that so, okay so whenever I have a concern you're just gonna be like yeah. you're childish I'm too old for that that's not a good enough excuse I agree I agree with that 100% I also think any mature and reasonable person would also be like why are you posting me I have a boyfriend it's kind of disrespectful maybe we cut the joke even though we you know maybe it's part of our past maybe it's a cute little friend joke 
jokes change when people's lives change you know yeah i wouldn't like that i would not like that either no definitely not Ooh, the top comment was his friends think he's still single are you sure you're in a relationship i feel so oh. bad for this man yes we're definitely in a relationship he made his intentions clear when we started dating and we defined the relationship with a verbal commitment but people can lie yeah i feel sad for him yeah me too you can't trust these hosts no you really can't not even if they take you to europe but you know what if a man is listening and wants to take me to Europe, I will get every good photo. You can post it and never talk to me again. Well, get me home or don't. I mean, <laughs> just pay for his ticket. Yeah. Get me a flight there and back and I'm good. Yes. You can tell yeah. your friends whatever you want or don't want to about me. If you want to take me as to Europe. As long as you're paying for the trip. <laughs> as long as you put your card down. Yep. Yeah. Post whatever you want. We could even plan it far in advance. And if I meet someone in between, that will be a disclaimer. I have a trip <laughs> plan <laughs> and I will be going. You know that a lot of people would take that though. You know, like they would accept that. Yeah. I think the ones that get it, get it. How would you feel if you met someone on a dating app or maybe in the wild and you went on a few dates with them and you're like, oh my God, I'm really starting to like them. So maybe you forget about the dating apps for a while. You're like putting more energy into them, seeing them once a week and you start to like them. Maybe you see them twice a week and they're like, oh, by the way, in three months from now, I'm going to Europe for three weeks with my ex. <laughs> so you Deuces. wouldn't be okay with it. <laughs> no, I'm talking about for me, not for someone else. Please. I can do it. You just can't. Yeah. Let them eat cake. <laughs> Good to know. <laughs> I know. I would do that too. I'm making up all like, these like thoughts, but I would love to go. Yeah. I would be like, but I can handle that. You know, I can handle being mature and going to Europe and not spending mm -hmm. emotional energy on my ex, but I don't trust anybody else to do that. Pretty much. That's exactly what I'm saying. <laughs> wow. This episode is fun. Yeah, it is. I feel like this story is on a similar wavelength. Okay. My boyfriend told another woman that she is incredible. Am I overreacting? The boyfriend is a 27-year-old male. The other woman is a 26-year-old female. And the OP is a 27-year-old female. Okay. I've been in three long-term relationships so far, and the last ex-boyfriend had an emotional affair and broke up with me as soon as the other woman became available. Frick. Hmm. I took it pretty hard because I was in love with him and I thought I had found my person out of 8 billion. Oh, that's sad. And we had something special and amazing. While ex-boyfriend was just stringing me along, that relationship ended a year ago. I'm not sure if I'm overreacting to the current situation because of my past trauma or if my boyfriend's behavior is inappropriate and I should break it off now before I become too attached. My boyfriend, 27 male, and I, 27 female, have been dating for a couple of months. We sometimes go out with his friends and acquaintances. The last couple of times, someone in the group brought along her coworker Abby, 27 female. They said 26 earlier. Abby has a boyfriend, but they are long distance. My boyfriend really likes Abby. She insisted on adding him on Insta and texts him fun snippets about their shared interests of anime, which evolved into them texting each other fun moments about their day. Okay. Hmm. They can literally talk about anime for hours, and now they're talking about going to some weekend convention in the area together. I try to take part in his interests. I've seen a few shows, but I'm not a diehard fan. I would have been fine with this, but now he started literally telling her that she's so fun, she's always in a good mood, 
She has a sunny personality, except she doesn't. She just fake giggles a lot around men, not around women. Her real laugh sounds completely different. Hmm. Hmm. The problem is that I am an introvert and they are both extroverts. So I am fun and interesting and exciting for a couple of hours of socializing, but then I get tired and I need a break. If I keep faking it, I get exhausted. But if I don't, my boyfriend says that he doesn't like my mood swings and that Abby is happy all the time. Oh, no. Immediately no. Yeah. Immediately no. This Saturday. When he told her that she is incredible right in front of me because she made a silly joke and giggled. I would. Mm, I'll finish. I don't think I'm insecure because in my personal opinion, she is a pretty boring person and she is not nice and not kind, regardless of what my boyfriend thinks. I felt insecure of other women before, but that was always some quality that they possessed that I didn't have. And she doesn't have anything that I might want for myself, except maybe a more resilient nervous system and less need to recharge after socializing. If your partner acted like this around another woman, would you consider it a red flag? Yes. Yeah, it's a lot more than him calling her incredible. Incredible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Incredible is a weird way to describe someone, too, if you're not either, like, romantically interested in them, like, giving them a pep talk. I don't know. Like, I'm just, like, thinking about how I would interact with, like, my cousin's boyfriend, for example. He's a wonderful person. But, like, when we're hanging out, would I literally be like, <laughs> you're incredible. Like, that's yeah. just such a weird thing to say. Yeah, it is. But it is an endearing way to describe someone. Yes, it yeah. is. But it's like, I feel like it's different when, because like if I was talking about you behind your back, I could see myself being like, oh my God, Jimmy is so funny. Like he's just an incredible person. But to like be with my partner in my yeah. room and be like, ha ha ha, like laughing and giggling with this person of the opposite sex that I just met and being like, you're incredible. Like also, how did he say it? Yeah, no, I, I, well, one, I think OP has a little bit of like past trauma yeah obviously that's playing out here but it does sound like he is also cozying up next to this woman Mm -hmm. rather quickly and it's kind of like the perfect storm you know her guy is away Mm -hmm. they have shared interests they're talking about their day like to me it sounds like two people really getting to know each other yeah more so than like a platonic friendship no i agree with that too yeah I don't know. It's weird in this situation because I wonder if she's talked to him about this or how he treats her when Abby is present. Because I feel like if he was still like wonderful to her and gave her lots of attention as well and then also had a friend and was like, you're incredible. Maybe that wouldn't be weird. But if he's like ignoring the OP and talking to this girl and it seems like he is because he's saying that she has mood swings when she just gets tired or is like over a social situation then she's having a mood swing and like also that's a rude way to even bring up if someone was having a mood swing like a lot of times we can't control it right so it's like why are you yelling at someone for having an emotion or a feeling that they can't control Mm -hmm. and making them feel bad about it especially if it's your partner and it's your job to be a partner to them and support them right in moments like that yeah whether good or bad Yeah. Yeah, no, I agree. And it could be like where he's so confident in their relationship and his feelings for her that like in his mind, it's like he's able to form these other connections with people without reservation, knowing that he loves his partner. You know what I mean? And like, that's fine. But it doesn't sound that way to me right right in this situation. That is such a good point. Very healthy advice. Oh, God. (laughs) 
Here she goes. <laughs> Meanwhile, if it were me, I'd be like, quit fucking talking to her. I know. If I, I see even look her way, you're done. We're, we're leaving. Done. <laughs> we're out of here. Yes. I'm not out of here. You're out of here. Done. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't know. That's just one thought, you know. I really appreciate that sentiment, actually, because I feel like that is that <laughs> way. I'm like, you are incredible. Oh, my God. <laughs> Woo! I'm sorry. <laughs> No, that is such a good point because I do feel like I have relationships in my life where I guess another thing, though, is these aren't people that I just met, but I do have guy friends in my life that I am so close with and I could talk to at any point. Like, I'm not sending them life updates unless it's like relevant to our shared interests. Like, I wouldn't just send them a life update. Like, I just, you know, saw a dog in the way that I would say that to my boyfriend but I do send them updates or random things if it has something to do with our friendship or if I feel like they would appreciate something and I feel very confident in doing that regardless of like if I'm in a relationship so well it's like you yeah yeah like I can see that too right like a shared interest like you have friends that you go snowboarding with yeah it's not weird for you to text me like hey did you see this happened with Mm -hmm. like the snowboarder or like did you see this was released in regards to that but you're not texting being like oh my god like I'm having the worst day today like I just had this for lunch what are you doing this afternoon yeah like it's different types of yeah communication or like if that would have been the case it's like a very specific like we're catching up about something you know yeah. it's not in the way that you text your partner yeah like haven't talked yeah. to him forever like how are you exactly like, checking in as a friend yeah yeah so i appreciate your sentiment <laughs> healthy king <laughs> But yeah, this guy seems like I just think the mood swings thing is enough to be like, well, I don't need someone that talks to me like that. I agree. Yeah, that's what I mean. There's more to it here. And it sounds like he if she's so happy all the time and blah, 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 then go ahead. Go. There's the door. (laughs) Yeah. There's the door, bitch. Yeah. Let the bitch make you happy. Yeah. Also, just remember that just because these two guys maybe found someone else that they liked better or they found the idea of someone that they like better doesn't mean that that's going to happen in every relationship. Like someone is going to find you and you're going to be their dream girl. And let's say your boyfriend, you guys break up and he goes and dates this girl, Abby, and they fall in love forever. Like that's going to happen with you, too, just with a different person that's actually meant for you. Yeah. So let it go, you know, let him go right out the door with incredible Abby. Yeah. And, you know, you don't have to hold any resentment or whatever, but yeah, I wish you well. I would, but <laughs> you don't have to. <laughs> you know, my thoughts on that. Sometimes I feel like when you really care for someone, you could be hurt that they broke up with you, but also still be rooting for them. I know. I feel like that's the goal. I feel like that's almost how you know if you had a healthy relationship or not. Mm-hmm. And I feel like with a lot of breakups, it feels In the moment when you're like going through it and grieving, it feels like you just want to hate them. I mean, probably not that situation. Like that guy seems like he's emotionally cheating on her. Yeah. And it wasn't that long of a relationship. Yeah. But in a healthy relationship where maybe you just 
end the relationship because of like differences or compatibility issues or maybe you just don't really like them romantically or whatever it's sometimes easy to think like oh I wish they just like cheated on me I wish they did something Mm -hmm. terrible so I could just hate them and get over it and that might feel better in the short term but I think in the long run it's so much easier to look back on relationships and be like I really like that person and it's not me that they're meant to be with but I really hope that they are thriving and you can still like miss them even Mm -hmm. and like still want the best for them and just know that they deserve something great and so do you Mm -hmm. just because you guys weren't each other's like great love yeah like it's okay it'll be okay yeah exactly. what's that really like corny like um Taylor don't Swift cry song. don't cry oh. because it's over smile because it happened yes. but like really you know what i mean like yeah. it does it could get to that point i think it does get to that point when you're in a healthy relationship that yeah just doesn't work out you know it's and got it's, it got to that point for me where i was you know like in love with someone it didn't work out but i still wish them the best yeah and it's like okay yeah i have people that i dated for like a shorter amount of time like it wasn't like my like long serious relationship but i can think of like two people that one like did me dirty and i'm like i hate you right and then one where i'm like you're actually such an amazing person and we just weren't meant to be and i wish them all the best and hope that they're thriving yeah and And it's it's easier thinking about the guy that i wish well you know yeah and you're like you're a good person like talking about someone else like that's a good person and they're gonna do good for someone else and be good for someone else it's just not me yeah so that's how you could wish that and it's okay exactly also side note when I was going through a breakup my friend was telling me this like piece of advice and it's the idea that when you're in a relationship with someone and there's certain things they do or don't do that make you happy or make you unhappy or make you compatible or incompatible or whatever if there's like this list of like three things for example that you're like I wish they just did this like I wish they cleaned the house more I wish they hung out with my family more and well I'll just use those examples if they start dating somebody else and then they're always cleaning the house and always hanging out with that person's family it's really easy to be like well I made you that good person like Mm. I gave you that advice that's gonna help you be a good partner like I wish you could just be this good partner for me but that's just how life works like Mm -hmm. every relationship we have if it's a healthy relationship and things go great you make them a better person because they learn from you and they make you a better person because you learn from them and the next person you date is going to be great and like odds are they had an ex that they were a little bit worse when they were with them and they're a little bit better now that they're with you Mm -hmm. because in every relationship you're in theory a better person than you were in the last one so it's really easy to look at your exes and be like of course now he's doing that with her but that's the point yeah it's to get better and i'm sure you're gonna do something with your next partner or your current partner that you didn't do in the last one that your partner could say the same thing like of course she's doing it with him and it's like yeah because i learned from our relationship and now i'm a better person and i'm trying to be a better partner i agree with that yeah that's a great outlook that was completely irrelevant i feel like to what we were just talking about no it wasn't okay it wasn't no i was like why did i bring that up no because we're talking about how like you know could break up and like whatever yeah be better with that yeah i feel like that just helped me not hold on to bitterness yeah or like resentment or anything else yeah yeah because it really doesn't do good for anyone yeah holding on to those feelings like that like it's letting someone live in your head rent free yes and i 
feel like that's exactly why it's easier to look back on like past relationships. And if I think about someone who was mean to me, I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, they suck. But then if I think about someone who just was a wonderful person, but it simply didn't work out, I'm like, oh, yeah, like you look back on it with a smile on your face. Mm-hmm. So it's actually easier to just like let things go yeah. in like a happy way and not wish that like they did something bad to you so that yeah. you could hate them because it's actually not beneficial to hate them in my yeah. opinion no i agree 100 yeah. percent. that was our little healthy advice column. yeah that was a good column I, yeah. I take it you know oh this is a good one. Oh, baby <gasps> i got deleted no did it get deleted damn it okay i remember <sighs> damn it was am i the asshole for getting upset about my fiance's workout partner being my sister So the OP in the story was a woman and she was engaged to a man and the man would go to the gym. So her partner would go to the gym like five to seven days a week, if I'm remembering this correctly. And he started working out with a buddy and he'd be like, oh, I'm going to the gym. My workout partner, gym partner. She finds out months later that this gym buddy is her sister so he was going to work out with her sister like six times a week for hours and neither of them told the op that they were hanging out hmm do you find that weird yeah like at the end of the day i think i would prefer it to be my sister than like a random girl but at the same time it's really weird that they want to wait i share like, that i think if it was a random girl it would be less weird really because why would you feel the need like, if, if your only tie to someone was, yeah, I see them at the gym and we talk and we help each other on the weight bar and then we go home. Like, why would you feel the need to explain that to your partner? Whereas it's your sister. It's like, that's a pretty huge detail that you're leaving out. And why are you leaving it out? Yeah, I don't know. I think both are weird. Really? I feel like the situation, if it's a random person as the partner, you could look at it in the way that you described of like, I'm so confident in my current relationship that... I can have this other random friendship or connection and think absolutely nothing of it. Right. There's a reason you don't tell someone that you're working out with their sister. Yeah, I don't know. I I would want to know more of like why they or like what's the relationship between the sisters. But just like for me, for example, with my sisters, I'm very close to them. I trust them with my life, everything. So I would rather them be with them. But the hiding part is what I'm not understanding because my yeah. sisters would never hide it. Something tells know? me that they don't have <laughs> the positive relationship. Yeah. I just feel like sometimes people lie via deception. Yeah. And I think that sometimes this is like it treads the line of is the person being deceitful and keeping information from you or are they maybe just not on your level Mm -hmm. and they thought that it was unimportant so they just didn't tell you. It would be like if I went to the store and I saw like a girl from my high school. I could either tell my boyfriend that or not tell him that. It doesn't matter either way. It's not right. important if I tell him that. So it's like that. If if this guy is going to the gym and he's working out with no one, just alone, or if he runs into his fiance's sister and they work out together and then they get into the same workout schedule. It's like you could tell her or you could not because it really doesn't matter who you're working out with. Right. He, could, he could be seeing it like that. I think it's weird. I think if there's that much of a connection like I could see it if he saw this random person friend of his from Mm -hmm. like years ago and he was like oh yeah we always go to this gym at the same time we should just be workout buddies and then the guy's like yeah let's do it and they go to the gym together it's like 
some guys are just dumb like they don't even think to tell you that because they're just like whatever just I, I work out with this person it ain't that deep right but i don't know if that's this no i definitely think it's weird i definitely think it is weird yeah. i don't know what situation i would prefer i guess after hearing your side like i could see what you're saying either way it's weird yeah weird and i wouldn't like it even i mean this though too it like borderlines like the co-worker thing and like there are other people in your partner's lives that they are going to see every day almost yeah whether it be at work whether it be at the gym a hobby you know anything that you're doing and you have to trust them but them hiding that part or omitting that part would make me not trust them yeah i mean like thanksgiving dinner they're gonna act like they don't see each other every day at the gym that's what i mean like it's so it's such a huge part of your life if you're doing mm. it every single day. And if you do have a good relationship with your sister, it's even weirder to not tell them. Yeah. Because if you have a good relationship with your sister, like, yeah, you're you're just going to pretend to not know each other better and like be hanging out seven times a week. Yeah. I don't trust I it. It makes me no. feel so weird. I would yeah. be furious. No, me too. I agree. I, I don't know. That's not for... Not for me. Yeah. Damn, I wish it wasn't deleted, but... Well, you gave a good synopsis. Okay, did I? Yeah. I feel like how I just described that was incredibly confusing, so I hope when I listen to this back, I'm not like... No, I don't what? think it was confusing. No. Okay. Dang. I don't know. Five to seven days a week at the gym, God. And like, not once did you think to mention, hey, did you know that I work out with your sister? You live with this guy. You're engaged. Yeah. I could not imagine my boyfriend... Even like bumping into my friend, my sister, any family member, almost anyone that I know and not telling me. It's just a fun little thing. Yeah. Just like, oh, I bumped. I mean, unless they forgot. He's like, oh, yeah, I did bump into her earlier. That would be different. But like my point is, if you saw somebody once, you would typically, if you're in a healthy relationship, tell your partner. Yeah. This guy's seeing her every day. And you don't think to mention it once. No, we're on the same page with that one. Yeah. Okay, this is a different wavelength, but it was definitely an immediately no for me. Dead puppies. Is that what you mean? What? Different wavelength. Close, close. Mother-in-laws. Oh, dead puppies. (laughs) Am I the asshole for not wanting to change our baby's name because my mother-in-law hates it? Context, wife and I are polar opposites. It's our greatest strength and weakness. It took a considerable number of baby names and time to come up with one that we both liked a lot. It's very unique and uncommon for our region. It sounds great. It's got deep meaning. It's empowering yet delicate. It's a beautiful name. I can't even write her actual name because of how sad I am about this. It brings tears to my eyes and hurts my heart. At the gender reveal, our families, her mom and dad and my mom, made an oath to remain silent when it came to baby names. They would not suggest names nor tell us names they disliked. Wow, I kind of love that because I like interesting names and if I loved a name and then someone that I cared about was like, that's a terrible name, I'd be so sad. Yeah, me too. I think like no one should be giving their opinions. Yeah. My wife and I both made a promise to one another that we wouldn't tell anyone the baby name until she was born. Everyone meet blank kind of thing, especially family. I was working late and my wife texted me, I'm in tears. My mom out of the blue says she hates the name blank. Should we pick a name? And because this person says blank a lot, I'm going to just pick a name. Jenny. 
Okay. I'm in tears. My mom, out of the blue, said she hates the name Jenny. Then text this. She said one of her husband's work colleagues has a daughter named Jenny, and it's a hideous name. Please don't name your baby Jenny. Look, it doesn't take a rocket scientist to know what happened here. Plus, I know his work colleague. I train with him. His daughter's name is similar, but not close. Like comparing Alex to Alexander, Donatello to Don. So, Jennifer to Jenny. <laughs> I responded by saying, really? Do you expect me to believe she randomly pulls this uncommon name out of the blue just to say that she doesn't like it breaking the oath both of our families made in front of us the probability is so low you should drive her to buy a lottery ticket because i'm not buying this damn that line is kind of a sleigh though yeah that is that's a read she dug her heels in and insisted she didn't say anything if you don't believe me ask her yourself you never believe me Mm, that's a red flag i call that bluff yeah i just said yikes yeah y'all better figure this out before the baby gets here yeah sounds like y'all got some other stuff going on they said i called that bluff and said okay while i'm at it i'll also ask why she broke that oath our families made then my wife changed her position and asked me not to okay now i'm left feeling betrayed by my wife and her mom my wife and i have been together for 15 years we were high school sweethearts after my wife and i found out she was pregnant her mom's attitude toward me changed if i'm not present she is very critical about me to my wife my wife would never disrespect her parents or stand up to her mom some people just don't have that kind of spirit or spine she is one of them red flags yeah they could have left it at just spirit it's always the high school sweethearts they had to say she doesn't have that kind of spine if you're making digs at your wife do you like your wife yeah when her mom is around me she makes jabs or very very subtle snide comments my wife barely picks up on it my wife and i can't agree on a new name now in my head it's already been decided the original name is imprinted like i've known our baby girl her whole life already i don't know how to describe it but when i think of her i immediately think jenny not her or the baby. This isn't her and her mom's baby. This baby belongs to my wife and I. I'm so pissed, hurt, confused, filled with dread. The list of low emotions is a long one. I don't give a frick what her mom likes or doesn't like. This was supposed to be my wife and I. This is our baby, not hers. Everyone promised. Now I'm expected to keep my mouth shut and yield to what my mother-in-law wants. I'm not allowed to speak up and draw the line. I rarely dig my heels in on issues. I choose my battles wisely. This is one I will die on the hill for. Too many boundaries have been crossed. Am I wrong for feeling this way? Holy shit. There's a lot going on Yeah, there's so many layers here because he's wrong in some ways. He's not wrong in other ways yeah his wife's pregnant she gets a pass for everything (laughs) everything is a pass because she's pregnant right wow okay sounds like they got a lot more issues going on than just the name yeah i i noticed multiple red flags with the you never believe me coming from the wife Mm -hmm. and the she doesn't have that kind of spine to stand up for herself don't like either of those it's weird because the wife says you never believe me ask her yourself and then when the op says okay i will she's like oh wait don't yeah that is that's interesting i agree and i do think if it's a rare name just to clarify the name is not jenny i just picked that name if it's a rare name I mean, it's possible that the mom did just happen to hear a coworker's wife's kid's name or whatever and right. be like, oh, I really don't like that. I would be really upset if my daughter named her baby that. And then she's like, hey, like, please don't name it this right. of all things. Like it maybe it's not malicious, but they all kind of broke a promise. I mean, either way, like it's not the mother-in-law's baby. 
Right. So whatever they agreed on, I believe should be the name. Whether or not the mother-in-law likes it, oh well. You know what I mean? Like yeah. And it sounds like it's one of those names that there could be nicknames tied to it anyway. So like, yeah. go ahead, grandma. Like call her something else. You know what I mean? Like my yeah. sister named her daughter Camilla, Aww. but everyone calls her Millie. So cute. But then my one aunt does not will not call her Millie. Always calls her Camilla. Yeah. And that like that's fine. You know what I mean? Like no one cares. Mm-hmm. Um. So I feel like that part's a little bit crazy because I think they should just stick to whatever name they agreed on you know but i think it's bad if his wife did share the name i think his mother-in-law should keep her comments to herself agreed in terms of baby names i think he shouldn't call his wife spineless Mm -hmm. and i think that if his wife doesn't trust anything that he says then maybe they should talk to someone about that yeah go to therapy yeah those are my layered my layered thoughts i agree with you about the things that he shouldn't do like calling his wife spineless and i do think that they should keep the name regardless of what other people think i think he should sit the wife down and talk to her one-on-one again in a very calm manner and be like look i'm upset about this i'm sure you are too we are on the same team here we both love this name all of our parents made a promise to us and we made a promise to each other like we signed an oath we are partners we owe each other this our parents don't owe us anything right it's not really on his mother-in-law to keep a promise to him like sure it's a nice thing to do but i don't think the mother-in-law owes it to him his wife i feel owes it to him like if they made a decision together and they promised something to each other to not tell anyone and she broke that oath or that promise i think that that's a problem so i think that he needs to ask her honestly and be like look the problem isn't even the name Mm -hmm. did you tell your mom about our name choice please tell me the truth because we need to go from there right if she tells you that she didn't tell her mom i kind of feel like you have to believe her Because this is your life partner. If she's never given you a reason to not believe her, why should you start not believing her now? Yeah. I feel like you need to trust her if you trust her. So That's true. And that adds a heavy weight to the story. Yeah. Whether or not that trust is broken because it's a broken promise between him and his partner and also him, his partner, and her mom. Yeah. Those are two things that could be broken, but really, maybe they weren't. Yeah. So... And then I think the actual conversation about the name is like another conversation. Like it could happen after that one. But I think you just need to start explaining to your wife that names are subjective and beauty is in the eye of the beholder. And that's another one of those corny things. But it's true. I can think of a few names that I love that I know other people will hate. I can think of a few names that I don't love that I know other people love. So it really doesn't matter what other people think Mm. of the name. Like that's the one thing you get to pick for your child that lives with them forever. I I guess unless they change it. But a parent gets to pick their child's name. That's just how the world works. Uh So it doesn't matter what her mom thinks. I know it's easier said than done to be like, oh, we'll just disregard what your mom thinks and we need to do what we want. It's easier said than done. Obviously, people's loved ones sway their opinions on things, but I think you get there through conversation and explaining to your wife calmly how much it means to you. And I think that it will be even easier if she tells the truth. And if the truth is I did tell my mom Mm -hmm. and I'm sorry, then I feel like that's even better on OP's part because he's like, okay, I'll forgive you if you stand up for yourself now and keep the promise, keep the other promise that you made to me, which was we're going to name our baby this name. There's so many layers and like so many possibilities of what 
could happen. I don't know what to say if she is dead set on I can't use the name and he's dead set on this is the only name I want. I literally don't know what they do. Yeah, I agree. I also feel like outside of this, they should have a conversation about his relationship with her mother. Because mm-hmm. again, it's not benefiting anyone. That's a great If point. he's feeling like she's always putting him down and she's always putting him down or not being malicious, but it's being perceived as that. Yeah. Especially they have a baby coming in when grandma watches the baby. There are all these little things that could boil up into a bigger thing. Mm-hmm. So there's a couple hard conversations, I think, that need to happen. That is such a good point. And I mean, they've known each other for 15 years now, so hopefully they're they know each other's communication styles sounds like they don't yeah literally but maybe that's something that they could address and work on even outside of just this specific issue that's happening right here yeah i do think Mm -hmm. there's so many issues and the name is kind of the least of their worries yeah yeah there's a little bit more tied to it i forgot about the mom the mother-in-law making comments at him yeah what is that about ever since she got pregnant the mother-in-law is just coming at his throat right with snide comments like why what yeah. else is happening i think they should go to therapy yeah i think so too that's what yeah. i was yeah damn Ugh. jenny you're loved no matter what when you yes. make your way to this earth you're loved so true people are fighting over you before you even get here honey <laughs> <laughs> that's so true yeah damn that's sad well that was an interesting one i know am i wrong for not trusting my husband's female friend my husband 32 has a female bestie 28 that always needs his help should i be worried so my husband has met a girl female 45 in his class and they also happen to go to the same gym another gym story wow so much so much drama yeah there is goes down in the gym i should go more yeah. Just to see the tea. You've been getting spotted at the gym, though. Yeah. So you have some clout. <laughs> gym shark. She is going through a court matter with her ex, and somehow my husband is now super involved in helping her. Basically, they have known each other for nine months, and because I'm not usually a jealous girl, I haven't thought much of their friendship until he came home to tell me he had an extra key cut so she can use our apartment rooftop. No. That's fricked. Hmm. I was a... Oh, do you not think so? I just... That's interesting. Yeah. I think that's so bizarre. Oh, I just gave this girl that I just met... Yeah, no, I wouldn't like it. No, yeah, I wouldn't like it. I was a bit surprised that it wasn't him asking if it was okay, but rather he had already organized the key. But I don't say much and I let it go. I would not let that go. I feel like that would be enough for me to like be like, who is this person? This random girl. I don't know. Okay. The last straw was that a week later, he came home and told me he took the day off to go to court with her. Alarm bells went ringing as even at my lowest point, he didn't take a day off of work for me. He later said he feels bad that he never did that for me, but he has a new manager who doesn't care about time off. He is super kind and sweet, and I'm worried he is being blinded by his need slash ability to help others so selflessly. She hasn't put much effort to get to know me and says she is too overwhelmed with life, and so I've hung out with her with eight other people around for about two hours in total she seems to always be sad and upset and my husband is so protective over her ew i can't say a bad thing about her she also only has my husband as her support she doesn't have any other friends and she has a brother that she catches up with as well but her brother isn't even going to court am i being jealous i mean she's a typical hot girl but i'm not intimidated as i trust my husband i just don't like her also i knew what she looked like for ages and didn't care i feel confused and drained 
I think no. But what do you think? Wow, I think we're going to have different opinions. I don't know. No, I don't know. Well, one, I think there's a reason that she probably doesn't have many friends to go to court with her. Like that part would jump out at me. Interesting. More than anything. Yes. Because like maybe he, maybe he's not being malicious or, you know, maybe he has his boundary as well. But mm-hmm. like I'm more concerned about her. So true. And I don't like to blame other people, especially if it's like in a relationship, like it's up to him to make these decisions. I don't really always like to talk about like the other person or the other partner mm-hmm. or whatever the outlier may be. But in this case, I'm going to. I don't know. Where's her friends? Why doesn't she have friends? No so one could go to court true. with her. Why? What other types of relationships does she have in her life? Why doesn't she have other friends? Because mm-hmm. technically he's a friend to her right now. Yeah. And why wouldn't she want to spend time getting to know her new friend's partner? Yeah. You made a new friend. I guess it just comes from like this simple explanation of like, we are who surrounds us. Mm -hmm. So if you meet this new friend and they're so amazing and wonderful and you love them and you know that they're married, shouldn't you be like, well, you're so amazing. Like, what's your partner like? I can't wait to meet them either. It's just weird. I I can't imagine meeting someone who is married and being friends with them for nine months and they're doing all of these really deep things for me and favors for me and I'm Mm -hmm. asking so much of them and in a healthy relationship not ever being like can I meet your wife can I spend time with your wife and get to know all of your friends and we can all be friends like something seems weird yeah and the key to the apartment like if you were going into someone else's home wouldn't you want to know the other people that are living there just so that they know who you are before you're going into their home I mean I guess it's just for the apartment rooftop like just to get to the rooftop either way no that's so weird i would be furious yeah i wouldn't like that i if my husband was like i made a key for anyone i'd be like why would you not ask me for it could it could be for their mom their brother my best friend i would still be like oh well why didn't you ask me first like yeah this is our house not your house yeah i agree and like you know there's a safety and a boundary Mm -hmm. that's like made there which it should be that way so yeah i agree no i don't think that she's overreacting or anything ew this is so weird the key thing is like enough for me yeah and then he's going to court with her yeah i like your perspective what is wrong with her that's making this her life yeah why is she going to court again i guess just something with her ex we don't know why there'd be another red flag they met in a class and they go to the same gym hmm a lot of shady shit goes down yeah i don't know about that yeah we don't like gyms yeah i'm on the edge now. if you're dating someone and they got a gym friend call it quits yeah that's why (laughs) (laughs) that's why dad bods are so in right now yeah because we don't trust these people that are fit if you want to go to the gym throw on your stop the internet crew neck and go for a walk around the gym and then leave and don't do shady shit while wearing our merch yeah don't (laughs) meet any other people (laughs) no friends at the gym friends friends no working out with my sister and not telling me planet fitness might be a judgment-free zone but my mind is not (laughs) i will judge you so don't make any friends i think it's weird and he's shady and i don't trust it not me either okay well we were on the same page then yeah you thought of something that i didn't think of we're like salt and pepper we are we we're like yeah that i was gonna say yin and yang because we complete each other but salt and pepper do too i'm a foodie i was listening to our last episode where we wore the costumes oh my god 
and we talked about condiments for so long i know <laughs> it was so funny i still love condiments okay we're gonna do one more and we're really gonna round it out what's the word for this bring it full circle brown it out what i farted on a first date did it- you really <laughs> <laughs> Okay, sorry, go. I'm going to pull the Kim Kardashian and be like, I don't fart. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, I just thought, should I say my opinion later or now? I'll say it later. It doesn't get much more brutal romantically than the situation I have put myself in. I cannot believe I was... <laughs> I cannot believe I fucking farted. What the absolute fuck was I thinking? Was I even thinking at all? Let me break down the situation. I need serious advice and opinions from anyone who is willing to share. I, 22, met this girl, 20, on Tinder like three weeks ago, and we Snapchatted, texted, FaceTimed, whatever, enough that I was convinced it was worth meeting her in real life. She is super cool and likes to talk a lot. I am super extroverted, so that's great for me. Holds a conversation really well, pretty, athletic, smart, etc. Just a girl with a genuine potential for a relationship. So we made plans to see a movie. We had dinner before at this restaurant right next to the theater. It's an Italian restaurant with super good pizza and pasta. Despite being mildly lactose intolerant, I agreed to share a pizza because that was the only thing she wanted on the menu. And I wanted to keep it casual and not cause problems. Huge effing mistake. Yeah. Wait, is this all really going to be about a fart? I don't know. He set himself up for this one, though. 45 minutes into the movie, I had a stomach ache, so I'm debating telling her that we have to leave. I seriously considered it, but then in the back of my mind, I'm thinking, stop being a wimp, stomach aches go away, just relax and try to discreetly unbutton your pants and breathe. Nothing is helping. I cannot get comfortable, and it is becoming quite clear that I need to take an emergency shit. So I did. I told her I would be right back and dipped out to the bathroom, had diarrhea so aggressively that the toilet water splashed my ass cheeks oh man and came back feeling much much better great we are back in action and i feel good i can relax now and watch the movie psych 15 minutes later we are right back where we started but i can't go back to the bathroom right that would be so weird to leave her twice in such a short period of time i'm thinking i just have to hold out for the rest of the movie they should have just been like i think i left my wallet in the bathroom Mm. just lie yeah Just need mental strength and I can get through this. Plus, I don't think I need to poop. Feels more just like a fart, so whatever. The fart will suppress itself. But it quickly gets to the point that I cannot hold this fart in. (laughs) But I have firmly convinced myself that it would be too weird to get back to the bathroom. What do I do? I part my ass cheeks with my hand, hoping that it would create enough space between them that this fart could slide out. What? Like a silent ghost. For the most part, it does. For the first 85% of this fart, everything went perfectly smoothly. Basically silent. But I got too confident. I pushed too hard to get the last 15% out, and it made a pretty obvious fart sound. It wasn't loud or anything, but I definitely heard it and would be surprised if she didn't. In addition, it smelled. I was going to say, if you just blew up the bathroom, it got a smell. I'd be more worried about the smell than the sound. Yeah. Not terrible, but it was no Febreze. I I watched the rest of the movie in complete silence, didn't say a damn thing, just shamefully sat there in my fart-stained underwear. I honestly wanted to start crying. I have no idea whether she knows about the fart. (laughs) It's like such a conspiracy the fart. There was nothing different about her demeanor or our conversations afterwards, but that doesn't really mean anything to me. There are so many variables in the situation that I'm driving myself crazy. Did she hear it or not? Did she smell it? Why did she not say anything? Why didn't I just go back to the bathroom to be honest? Yeah. And be honest. I don't know what to do. I am so pissed at myself for farting that I want to rip my hair out. I hadn't been on a date in so long. I think I'll be single forever. Yeah, I wouldn't bring it up. No. Just let it 
let go. Maybe you'll go on another date. And maybe in like a year. Yeah. You reminisce and be like, yo, do you know that I farted on that first date? And then she'd probably be like, fuck yeah, I know. Like the whole theater knew. And then, but it's fine because you're in it long enough, you know. But I just wouldn't say anything right now. Yeah, definitely don't say anything right now. (laughs) My opinion that I was going to say before was I think that people are so embarrassed over bodily functions that are actually not embarrassing. A fart I can see is embarrassing. Right. Or like having to shit yourself. Like, yeah, that's embarrassing. But there's just so. So many things in relationships and just life in general that people are so embarrassed of and it's like why are we embarrassed of this like going to like the gynecologist or like going to the doctor and being like my stomach was gurgling so loud in the doctor's office and it's like well yeah you went to the doctor because you had the stomach flu like right we just make things so much more embarrassing than they are mm-hmm. because we're so like scared of what people will think of us when in reality people don't think of us no yeah and ever my grandma growing up had this book and it was literally called everyone poops i remember that and book. the book was literally about like firefighters pooping and teachers <laughs> pooping and this person pooping mm-hmm. and it was literally just about a million people having to poop yeah and animals poop and this person poops and it's true everyone poops and like it's fine you know yeah, except us i mean but... i would and if i were on a first date and everything was going well and like whoever i was on the date with was like hey i'm really sorry like that cheese is tearing me up right now mm-hmm. like i need to go to the bathroom again like it's gross i just apologize i would not even like that would never be like an ick for me yeah i agree that would be like oh good like like yeah go like please you know what i mean like you can't help it no like if you hold that over someone you're a shitty person yes and i feel like that's such a good example of like something that people make embarrassing when actually it's not embarrassing at all like you can't control if your stomach hurts or not no you ate food and it made your stomach hurt what is embarrassing about that yeah i do think that i mean they're children the op's 22 and the girl is 20. Uh-huh. So I get why it feels more embarrassing, but I feel like just owning who you are and like what's happening to you in the long run is so much less embarrassing than like tiptoeing around these things. And I feel like if you leaned over to the girl and you're like, exactly what you said, like, I'm so sorry, I have to go to the bathroom. I I feel like my stomach's just hurting a little bit. I'll be right back. And then if you go a second time, just being like, oh my God, I don't know what's happening to me. So sorry. Like, I feel bad leaving, but I have to use the bathroom again. What is embarrassing about that? Yeah. And I agree with you. If someone judges you for that, they're in the wrong. Yeah. And I would like, I mean, I would probably feel embarrassed a little bit, like obviously, but I would just say that be like, yeah, like I'm really embarrassed, but like, I don't know what else to do. Like, yeah, please just like give me this. You know what I mean? I don't think if the person were to judge you for that, then they're a shitty person. Yeah. I'm also though curious what it looked like when he was sitting in the movie theater and discreetly spread his own ass cheeks so that he could fart without making noise. Yeah. <laughs> like, was he sitting there like... Wait, do you watch Wendy Williams? Or have seen Yeah, clips like clips of her, yeah. How she, like, leans to the side and she just, like, farts. Oh, yeah, yeah. And she's like, oh! And then just keeps going. Yeah. I feel like it was like that. Yeah, I don't know what it was, but I am curious to see what it would have been like. Yeah. <laughs> what a story to end on. I know. They're a funny writer. I do feel like Let It Go. It's like... You let the fart go. You might as well let that go too call yourself elsa let it go let it go go. also if someone (laughs) farted on a first date if i was on a first date with someone and it was going well and then they farted and they were like oh my god i'm sorry like i i ate the pizza like say it exactly like this i i'm lactose intolerant like i i don't know why i did that i'd be like bro relax yeah like okay 
If I don't like you, it's not because you accidentally farted. <laughs> mm-hmm. I also, though, will also say for a first date, I think it's crazy if people go for dinner and then go to see a long ass movie on a first date. Yeah. That is a commitment. Even that if you have FaceTime, Snapchat or whatever they said, that's a commitment for a first date. So maybe don't do that either. Especially too, if you know that you're a little bit lactose intolerant, mm-hmm. you go to an Italian restaurant and then you're going to the movie. You're just it's like yeah. recipe for a shit show. Literally. <laughs> Like, but honestly, a movie is like the perfect place to get sick because you can just be like, I'm sorry, I have to go to the bathroom. My stomach's hurting. Mm -hmm. You leave. You don't owe them any other explanation. Like you can leave for as long as you want or you need. And the person that's in the movie theater isn't just like sitting there twiddling their thumbs. Right. Like what other situation would be like, I don't feel bad leaving this person, you know? Right. Yeah. Like at a restaurant, you don't want to leave them at the table. Yeah. A bunch of times. Yeah. Not to say I don't get embarrassed because if this happened to me, I would be so embarrassed and if my stomach started hurting I would be so sad and embarrassed but I just feel like in general like what is actually inherently embarrassing about your stomach hurting right as a human being yeah no I agree I feel the same way yeah but I hope you liked our fart jokes (laughs) thank you so much for listening to our podcast yes we love you we appreciate you we accept you in all of your farting glory and we'll see you in the next one bye bye